0: Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at Dub.com. And we are live. Hey guys, this is Ruben from Dub's podcast, Connection Loop, and I'm on with Rob, and Rob uh, has a Really interesting journey that he wants to share, and I, I'm actually definitely excited to, to to engage with this because there's a lot of learnings that I and I've got in this convo. But what I think is really interesting here is that Rob sent me a video a message. I think was it? I think it was a LinkedIn message. Rob sent me a video message using mm-hmm. Dub um, on LinkedIn, and it was it was pretty awesome. It was basically like a testimonial, and and thank you, Rob, for that. And it okay. really shows the power of video because here we are. <laughs> Yeah. So, but tell me about your journey,
1: man. So my journeys, it's interesting. Uh, I, I always knew that there was some power to the whole idea of using video and in marketing and sales. And, and, you know, as, as somebody who is a business person myself and in sales, you know, I, I have to come up with unique ways to reach out to clients or prospective clients and, I just happened to stumble across this idea, hey, wait, what if I send a video to introduce myself in a more personalized way? Uh, and and that's how it all started. And then before you know it, I'm doing prospecting videos. I'm, I'm actually incorporating video into now every stage of the client experience from the time I prospect all the way to the time someone becomes a client of mine where I'm actually communicating with them instead of sending them a long, boring email, I'm actually creating a cool video, personalized video for them, answering questions, helping them out, solve helping them with solving problems. I mean, you name it. And, and it's exciting because the feedback I'm getting is literally awesome. And I think it's really going to change the 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 whole way that we approach the uh, client experience.
0: And what would you say your your kind of light bulb moment was during this whole process, specifically in terms of of results?
1: I think it was the first time. So I actually did some testing. I decided to say, all right, if this thing's really going to work, I'm going to try to use video versus, you know, traditional cold calling strategies. So but the results I got back were literally astounding. And when I tell you, probably 70 to 80% response rates versus traditional cold calling, I don't know what the exact number is, but it's literally it made all the difference in the world and I now I start to get. I started to get uh, emails back, asking me, "Hey, I would love to learn how you do that, uh, because I would like my sales team to do the exact same thing you did for me." Um, so now I'm actually on the receiving end of that, where I'm now sharing my experience with those same C-suite business owners, et cetera, that I've called on. So it's really exciting, and and it, I think the light bulb moment was hey this really works and it's more personalized and and now I've actually taken it to the whole and we can we can dive deeper into this now I'm coining the term vitro so now with my networking connections and the people that I'm connected with that I want to refer that are in my network to other business owners I'm actually sending them a vitro so it's a video introduction saying hey listen here's my friend Ruben I'd I'd really like to for you guys to connect he's got a great business. I think he would add some value to your company. Um, I just want to make a connection with you too. And that has gotten incredible results as well. So wow, it's, it's just been a, a series of events that have unfolded that have really helped me say, wait a minute, th- this is, this is where we need to be going with the whole client experience, as well as all the relationships we have in business.
0: Now that's incredible. Uh, I haven't heard that before, and here's what I love about that. Making an introduction between two people, is, is it could be one of the most selfless things that you do in business because mm-hmm. you're not directly benefiting from that, right? You're, right? you're trying to connect two people to ultimately create value, to create a relationship that other two people can benefit from where you actually step aside. And, you know, I think the the power of that introduction, the power of that connection is, it's one of the most inspiring things for me. In fact, the name of this podcast is Connection Loop. And the whole premise behind that is that there is this loop of connections that are being created around people and around video and around conversations and around topics and around, you know, things like this exactly right here. And, uh, and I think that when you do that, you're showing that you can truly be a value provider, someone that's agnostic, someone that can step off the field and say, "You guys play now, and I'm on the sidelines." Um, that's that's powerful. And then to add that to the video mix as a vitro to use your term, that's that's pretty amazing, man. I love that.
1: Yeah, don't steal my term. Uh, hey, no, I just you
0: just you coined it, man, and I said it, man. It's your term. It's it's
1: on here. It's on video here now. So <laughs> it is. It uh, no, is. I I think it's. It's really a a testimony to where we're going with technology and how we're really personalizing the relationship. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that the video has such a power because you're putting a name and a face and and those and by the way those introductions are genuine because it, they're non-salesy. It's it's like hey I believe in this person so much that I want you to be introduced to them. Uh, I'm not going to forget this. I got an email from a CEO of a company. And, uh, he sent me a private message after I sent a vitro and, uh, he said to me, he said, Rob, that was the coolest thing I've ever gotten so far in business. No one's ever done that before. And he said, it's, it's such a cool concept. Uh, it's like now I'm actually on a mission, uh, ribbon to go and teach other professionals and I'm watching some new things and, and it's, it's exciting. I want to teach other professionals how to use the power of video into virtually every stage of the sales process, the customer experience process, the, you know, how you interact with your clients. And I understand the fact that not a lot of people feel comfortable on video, but you know what, with enough practice and enough repetition, uh, you know, you can really overcome those things, especially when you see how powerful the results are.
0: And why do you think people are not fully comfortable on on video? What, what causes that?
1: I, I think, I think it's the fear of judgment. You know, I, I think that uh, a lot of that is in our mindset and, and, you know, the fear, even though you're talking to a camera uh, there is that fear of being judged and it's a very uncomfortable, uh, it's a very uncomfortable place to be for a lot of people. But again, it's like anything, it's like riding your bike, you know, the first couple of times you might fall or, you know, and take the training wheels off. And then, you know, pretty soon you become so proficient at doing it, and it becomes integrated as part of your your habits and your process and your system that it becomes natural. and And I think people genuinely appreciate a personalized message like that.
0: <laughs> it's funny that you should mention the the bike example because I'm I'm <laughs> deep into that process. Uh, yesterday, I was at the bike shop getting three of our bikes repaired because the gears are all messed up, the derailleurs are failing and you know the reason for this is because my son 6 years old has taken a, an immense liking to biking and he just loves it and i was looking at this um insanely expensive bike i don't know if you've been to a bike shop lately but <laughs> yeah. the bikes are as expensive as cars now bike there's there are bikes i mean your standard mountain bike cost like 2 grand oh yeah and if and if you look at the good one the the fancy one in the in the corner it's like 4 grand
1: <laughs> oh yeah
0: and I'm like, that's amazing. That's like the cost of a motorcycle or a car. <laughs> so, right? So it's it's, incredible. it's it's crazy, man. So I guess side note there is that the reason why I brought this up is because, you know, as I have been watching my six-year-old son learn how to ride a bike and to go through that process of the first step where he had his bike with his training wheels and I was at the park and I was trying to push him if anyone is trying to ki- train their kid on how to ride a bike start with a balanced bike do not start with a bike with pedals it's not it's <laughs> it'll take months it's it's not worth it start with a balanced bike but as I was on that bike with pedals and training wheels and I was holding him and I'm trying to you know set flight with him you know he was filled with fear you know as he should be because he wants to protect himself that's just a natural human response and I think what's really interesting is that you know as I started for him to 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 truly sort of overcome his fear. That's when he started to truly ride a bike. Before then, all he was doing was trying to not fall. And there's a big difference between riding a bike and trying to not fall. You can't ride a bike if you're trying to not fall because the thing about riding a bike, which we all know is that where you look is where your body weight goes. And then where your body weight goes is where your bike goes. And if you're looking at the thing that you don't want to go to, a hole in the ground, the curb, a tree, whatever it is, that's exactly where you're going to go. And I think what's really interesting here just to kind of do full circle on the analogy here is that with video communication, which is something that I've most definitely learned because I was not natural in the beginning and I'm still not, it still takes in some capacities and sometimes I'll do 20 takes to get it right. Um, But final comment on this is that now when I don't think about fear and I don't think about falling and rather I think about communicating, i.e. riding a bike, it just flows to me and and it makes sense to me and it's, it feels so empowering that I can clone myself and have different versions of me on the internet that people can then learn from and consume. And then ultimately I can learn back from, you know, as a student to this whole mix. So, you know, thanks for bringing that up. That's just something that was kind of inspiring that I wanted to share.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's truly exciting. It, I, I now get that giddy excitement when I'm like, all right, I can, solve. I get an email from a client and I go, all right, I can solve that. And I jot down a few notes, a few bullet points. And I, and just so I at least have my thoughts together, and then I shoot a quick video. It takes the same amount of time for me to shoot a video as it does for me to type up a, a an email. And you know how people, you know how things are now. People's attention spans are so small that whenever whenever you see like a long email now, you just kind of like your eyes glaze over, and you know you're just like, you know what, I'll come to that later. But when you get it, when you get a video from somebody that says, "Hey, I put together a quick," little personalized video for you to explain a solution to your problem, they're going to open it right away. So there's some intrigue and there's some excitement to that whole, that whole process of sending a video. So now the way I've got my mind trained is for me, it's, it's, it's a, it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time for me to add value to that relationship. So, you know, it, it just takes a little bit of practice and, um, You know, and and uh and then just be prepared. You know, the best thing you can do before you shoot a video is jot down a few notes, just bullet bullet points. Okay, these are the things I want to cover. Just like after a after I have a first meeting with a client, a prospective client, I always come back to my office, jot down a few notes about our meeting, uh, and then just kind of summarize what we talked about and what that particular prospective client's goals were during the meeting. And and then I shoot a video. And I can't even explain to you how the kind of feedback I'm getting and how exciting it is uh for them to respond in such a positive way. Like, man, you really nailed it. It's exactly what we talked about. And uh and it was great to get that personalized message from you, Rob. So that that to me is there's there's no greater value that you can give than been to to share that experience and 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 uh, personalize your message uh, to to people.
0: That's powerful. How did you hear about? Dub? What was that process like?
1: Well, you know, I'm I'm a little bit of a tech nerd, so uh, I was doing my research, and and I, I don't know about you, Ruben, but when I when I'm about to make a decision about something, I literally do go. I watch YouTube videos, watch reviews of things, and I actually test out the product. So the one thing I was using a competitor's platform um, and I was looking to make a move, I was really frustrated. So I said, you know what, let me see what else is out there because I, I, I need to be more efficient with how I do this whole workflow. So in the process of doing that, I tested out Dub's product. I tested out a few of your competitors and then just realized this is probably the most efficient platform that I've ever used so far. And, and that's when I shot the video for you. I was like, I started putting videos out there on, um, on your platform and just the ease and the use and the efficiency with how the workflow went, uh, and the calls to action and all the unique little features that I said to you in the, in my, uh, video, I couldn't get into all the details because it was that extensive, how different it was compared to what I was using before. And uh, so that was, I actually have never shot a video like that before of, of kind of like a testimonial to to uh, someone who, you know, uh, someone whose product I'm using. So that was actually the first time.
0: <laughs> so that was the first video testimonial that you've ever yes. done? Wow, yep. man. Yeah. Wow, well here, every time, here's the results. <laughs> That's you right. Get to, you get to be on a podcast. <laughs> and here we are. I, I mean,
1: that was the cool thing about it. and And I said to myself, you know what? I took a chance by reaching out to you and uh, I had no fear, no trepidation whatsoever because I led with, Hey man, I really love your product. And so much so that I, you know, I'm, I practiced what I preached. I actually shot a video in the platform, sent it to you with the integration in LinkedIn, which by the way is such, I can, I can go off on a whole nother tangent on that. That is also such a cool feature is you can actually shoot a, a video, uh, you know, with communication now, LinkedIn is so powerful. We can send, you know, private messages or or instant messages, but man, we can do the same thing with video. We can shoot a one or two minute quick video to introduce yourself. Or if you want to have a conversation with somebody and say, or compliment someone and say, Hey, I read your book. I just wanted to shoot a quick personalized video for you to introduce myself. I mean, how powerful is is that ability to do that? And uh, so, I've been leveraging that uh, and getting great results on LinkedIn as well.
0: Amazing, man! That's that's so good to hear. <laughs> I've always said this, I've said it before, and I'll say it again: that Dub is a product of customer feedback. Yep. You know, that's all we've been doing. We've been just listening as much as we can and we're not perfect you know there's a lot of things that we have to work on I I know that and we're always prioritizing things and trying to have parallel tracks Um, but at the same time we what we started doing is not where we have ended up and where we are today and we I have so much gratitude for the the community the whole dub community for bringing us objections and bringing us problems and bringing us compliments and giving us positive and negative feedback um, in a way that allows us to be really kind of actionable about the whole process, man. So, you know, receiving your sort of validation, testimonial, it meant a lot to us, man. And we, I actually shared it with the whole team because <laughs> that's that's what we love as a team. And I wish, you know, more people realize this, is that, you know, pe- people in any business, you know, they're working hard. There's so much yep. that happens behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, it might be a, a little email that gets sent out. It might be a little piece of functionality on the website or a campaign that, that gets launched. But that's like a tip of the iceberg. On the back end, there was so much strategy and thoughtfulness and information and time and money that was spent to, to come up with that, that to receive that type of positive feedback, it really feels great for the team specifically. You know, uh, I don't say this you know for my own ego. I say this because I love to get that. And I wish more people sent those to all companies so that the whole team can really Benefit from those, and I think that um, that type of stuff is really, I think, the most uh, formidable. I think value that you can provide that type of feedback to companies. You know, so there's sort of two interesting, uh, I think, value sort of offerings that you have in your mix, which which I think people can really, really learn from. The first is a vidro, to use your term, which is a video intro where you connect two people. You can do that on email, you can do that on LinkedIn, and then the second thing is the company that you want to reach out to record a video testimonial, even something positive. I mean, you don't have to be a paying customer of it. Um, But at the same time, just giving that positive feedback, it it makes waves and it gets across. We shared it on Slack internally. We shared it with our team. So it's, again, the power of video.
1: Yeah, it's so awesome. And you know what? You guys are listening. I mean, for you to connect with me and us to have this conversation, it shows me that you're willing to listen and to learn and to grow. And you know what? The other thing is, this is this is a lesson for all of us. Is if we're truly going to grow in our businesses and how we do things and, and enhancing that customer experience, then we have to be willing to get feedback and be problem solvers and you know take this kind of whether whether it's something you want to hear or not. It could be positive, it could be negative. But the fact of the matter is, if you're listening to your customers, uh you're gonna enhance that experience and And you're going to create a customer for life. I mean, hopefully that's the, that's the goal. And, um, you know, and that's, I agree with you that I think we, I think we need to do more of those testimonials are really powerful and, and just like referrals. When you get a referral from somebody who's what I would call a trusted advisor that you have a trusting, um, strong relationship with, there's nothing more powerful than getting a referral from that person. Um, because it's just extra validation for the other one receiving the referral that, hey, this person means enough to that other person that they were willing to put the work to do this, to put this together. So you know, to me, this is going to be something that if you integrate it into your workflow, you integrate it into your process and figure out creative ways to communicate with your customers, you're going to get that kind of feedback that you're looking for. And it's going to make you a better company. It's going to make you is going to make your team better. So I agree.
0: Amazing, man. So I'm psyched, man. I'm psyched to, uh, you know, to be connected to you. I'd like to figure out ways to work together. You know, I mean, this, I think that what's really interesting is that when you connect with someone with whom you align on certain principles, certain values, um, certain sort of practices, um, it's amazing what the potential is. It's that idea of one and one makes 11, you know as my mom as my mom says and one of the things that we are constantly trying to figure out how to do is how to sell without selling you know at one point when we started out we had a sales initiative we had a lot of outbound activity a lot of outbound emails a lot of pitches a lot of demos and we we realized that that's not it's not working for us you know and we went through a really hard time in fact as a company where we needed to do, we needed to completely pivot um, our whole strategy And we realized that we were not practicing what we preached. In fact, we were doing the opposite. What we were trying to do was to get people's attention instead of providing value. And I think the risk in getting people's attention is that you instantly put yourself into that bucket of someone that's in the chase. I'm chasing after this person, you know? I just wanted to follow up. I just wanted to see if you were interested. I just wanted to do this. I would love if we could spend some time to do X, Y, and Z. You know, that type of rhetoric, that type of process I don't want to provide suggestions for people how to run their business because I'm definitely a student of so many things and I have so many failures under my belt. But at the same time, I'm, I'm proud and happy to provide, you know, our learning story, which is that that didn't work for us. And what worked for us was doing more of the stuff that you are talking about, which is providing value selflessly and trusting in the fact that it will come back to us.
1: Yeah. I mean, just, just in general, One of the most powerful things that I have found that's worked really well for me is shooting a quick video on a topic that has no relationship or has anything to do with what I'm trying to market or sell to somebody. You know, maybe it's just like, hey, you're thinking about a prospect, right? And you come across something that's really cool that might have some value for their business. Shoot a quick video. I've done this before. Shoot a quick video and say, Hey, I was just thinking about you. I thought this would be valuable for your business. And it could be totally unrelated to your area of business, but you're enhancing that experience with them because you're adding value. And there's no ulterior motive. It's not, it's always focused on that value. And I, I love using that word. And um, because it does enhance that relationship. So relationships are really built over time. And if you're constantly adding value and you're, you're just maybe just reaching out to them and saying, just, Hey, I was just thinking about you, uh, came across this or did this, or, Hey, I want to connect you with somebody that I think would be a good fit for your business. That's just going to make you look selfless. It's going to add value to the relationship. And that's just, it's just worked really, really well for me.
0: That's amazing, man. So give us give us uh some failure stories, man. That's one of the things that we like to that we like to explore a little bit just so that we can <laughs> kind of learn. <laughs> you know, I definitely have mine that I've shared in the past, but I'd love to understand some of the things that that did not work for you. And you walked away and you got beat up and you said, you know what, you know what, I gotta I gotta restrategize this and you had to pick yourself up and you know.
1: Wow, you know, I think that my I would say I don't like to use the word word failure, but you know what? Let's, let's just cut right to the chase. Things that don't work for me, uh, don't fit with my natural style or my personality. And it's not about fear or it's not about a certain mindset. It's really going with what works best for you, you and your style. So an example would be, I hate doing cold calls, Right. I don't think anyone, I mean, any salesperson, I don't care who you are, you, there might be a very small percentage of the population that is like, yeah, man, I'd love doing cold calls. (laughs) I'll be honest with you. I I think it's, I would rather do a warm, I like, for example, if we're going to, we're going to talk about this, the way I've changed my whole strategy is instead of doing cold calls, I'll I'll shoot somebody a quick one or two minute video. I'll connect with them on LinkedIn and just introduce myself that way. Um, and it's not like I'm trying to sell them anything. It's, it's just like a simple reaching out and making a connection and saying, Hey, maybe what I have might be of value to you in your business. So when I look back in time and man, I would have saved myself so much time and energy if I would have found this a long time ago, because I really think like there's so much more of a personal connection with somebody when they can see you, uh, they can hear your message. You just don't pick the same thing up when you're either cold calling or emails or anything like that. You can't tell tone or, uh, you know, there's, there's a a lot of nuances to, to that approach that just didn't work for me. So I just found that this works really, really well for me. And it's just, I'm really comfortable with it. Now, when I send a video, when I do a follow-up call, it's you're, you're actually welcomed with open arms much more so than if you were you know, pounding on somebody or pounding the phones all day. And really, there's no value behind that. So I just found that this is, this is what worked really well for me based on my learning experience from failures and things that didn't work for me. So I'd rather do 10 high quality videos and send out to somebody to create a relationship, start the beginning of a relationship, than do a hundred cold calls in a day that, you know, maybe might yield a, a, a result of talking to one person, uh, one decision maker. Right. So, to me, it's been, you know, it's been a great experience doing it this way as opposed to. any, you have to be able to be flexible and 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 uh, change up your strategy on the fly when you have to.
0: I love what you said, man. And and you know, I uh, I think a lot about this and and what my personal journey has been, specific to. Outreach, outbound, sales, you know, cold calling, cold emailing. And I think where I sort of landed on this whole topic is that I don't ever want to feel like I wasted time, mm-hmm. you know. And the thing that I used to suffer from is that if I, if I did send out cold emails or if I did call folks or send them LinkedIn messages and I didn't hear, uh, get a response back, I felt like I was wasting my time. Now, put aside the whole emotional process of it where i felt discouraged you know i'd get upset i'd say well that person's not giving me the time of day they don't even know what i want to say you know putting aside all that all those kind of defensiveness mm-hmm. the the sheer idea of wasting time is what really led me to i think do a couple of things number 1 is to work on dub as hard as i did in m but but also to evangelize the idea that every type of Interface, every type of interaction, every type of communication that we do, there's an opportunity to, to pivot that, to repurpose that into a piece of content that other people can benefit from. You know, you and I could have this conversation on a phone call, and we mm-hmm. could be, I could have my legs up on my sofa, I could be by the pool, I could be drinking a martini, we could just be, <laughs> we could be cussing a lot more, you know, yep. wh- whatever the case may be. But that's not, going to accomplish the ultimate goal, which I think you and I share, which is to evangelize and to help people to get content out there. So I feel so empowered, you know, with so many, uh, so many tools and so much technology, you know, Dub being one of them. But, you know, that aside, so many, I mean, the one that we're using now, StreamYard, you know, this is a great live uh, publishing uh, app that I've been using. I'll share a link in the comments for this um you know zoom obviously and there's so many tools like zoom you know that have now surfaced and i think they all deserve a chance because i don't think zoom is perfect you know um even if people don't like dub go go to our competitors we don't care we we want to evangelize there's some that's right there's some really good folks in the synchronous and the asynchronous um space we just want people to be doing it and to be cloning themselves, to be evangelizing, to to be helping the most amount of people. And I think most importantly, to to get two things at the same time, personalization and scale.
1: Yep. Yeah. I, I agree with you. The other thing is, is, if we can make a positive impact in say a salesperson's career, right? Or a business owner who's building, starting a business from scratch and he or she just doesn't know how to How do I find customers? How do I find, you know, if we can help cut the learning curve and share our experiences, share our failures, share our successes, it's going to help other people be more successful. Mm. The things that work, the personalization, the, the, the whole idea of shortening that learning curve and getting results, because ultimately that's what we're all after. We want to get better results from the work that we're, if we're going to spend all this time and invest all this time building our businesses, we want to make sure it's valuable, you know, for, especially, you know, if we want to have balance and have family time and, you know, really, really be passionate about what we do. uh, You want to get results. And I've just found that this is one of those ways that we can cut the learning curve and get results at the same time. And for me, that's going to have a huge impact on other people. And that's really, I think my longer term, bigger picture mission is, and I, I, I agree with you, I don't care what platform you use, but just get started. The first step is get started. Just try out, you know, try out a few different platforms and see how it works for you. Test, send me a video, <laughs> send me one of your personalized videos. If you want to test it on me, send it to me and I'll critique you. Um, but just take the first step. That's all it takes. And then pretty soon you start to build some momentum and, and you start to have some success and you feel more comfortable like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to start using this for prospecting or, Hey, I'm going to send, I'm going to send my, my, I'll never forget the first time I sent a client, uh, one of my existing clients, a, a, uh, a video the next, the next time I called on him in his office. I walk into his office, he's a very prominent CEO of a company, uh, and I walk in his office and he says, hey, Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I said, what? He said, yeah, this is Mr. Hollywood. He's, he's the guy who sends me all these crazy videos. <laughs> he's, he's an old school guy, um, very rich, very successful. He's made it in business. He's like, man, that was the coolest thing. I wish I had that when I was your age. So oh, wow. uh, it was kind of cool. I actually he coined the term Mister Hollywood, and uh, I think it's funny because every time I see him, that's you know that's that's what he uh, that's what he associates with now. So nice, it's kind of cool. It, it all it took for me that first time was just press record, and see what happens.
0: Nice man. Yep. Nice. We uh, one of the things that we discuss is. How Dub as a product is really evolving to, to do something I think that you explained really nicely, which is to incorporate video in every aspect of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that you said actually in your, in your video to me, which I really connected to because that's our mission statement. You know, our earliest language of Dub is the all in one video and marketing solution. We moved away from that because it's a little bit too kind of boil the ocean. But mm-hmm. at the same time, we, we do want to both meet people where they are and you know if they're using pipe drive as a crm we want to meet them there we want to have the the dub integration in a pipe drive which we do um and we want to have people have people feel comfortable with their stack but the news the really interesting news that dub is is getting ready to launch actually and this is the first time i'm announcing it is dub crm so for the folks that are listening right now yeah just give us a shout out throw us a like throw us a comment we'd love to start to evangelize this it's still early we're working on a lot of the launch materials but Dub is going to be launching a, a full-on CRM. Now, is it going to be the best CRM on the planet? No, it's not. There's some great ones out there that have been iterating for 20 years. You know, Salesforce and HubSpot have been around for forever. You know, and uh, you know it's a starting point for us as a company. You know, and I think mm-hmm. that uh, for anyone that knows, you know, how fast and how agile we are, and how much we listen, you know, I'm I'm definitely curious to see where that ends up as a product. Um, but, uh, Dub CRM is coming guys, you know, and Rob, I'd love to get your feedback on the CRM. I know that you're a user of pipe drive and, and I don't want to take your business from pipe drive. They have a phenomenal CRM (laughs) with incredible reporting. And we frankly cannot even compete with that right now, at least, but, but at the same time, you know, I'd love to get your feedback on that, on that solution that we're going to be providing.
1: Absolutely. It's exciting because, you know, it's one of those things I wanted to take a step back. In talking about because the, the CRM was a great segue. When you when I think of CRM and how I use it in in my sales process, and I look at it as a a customer experience tool where I can better communicate and hold myself accountable to taking certain actions at certain times and and it, it's just a really cool process. But imagine this imagine integrating every, in every stage of that process, using video, right. To communicate a certain message to someone, whether it be a prospect or let's say they become, maybe you're sending a follow-up video and saying like, I, like I do, like I send a follow-up video after the, every first visit, but imagine having all that laid out for you in a step-by-step process. That's the way I really look at a CRM is, is exactly, it's a customer relationship tool. It's, it's a way to utilize all those different stages and steps to communicate, to come to a final result, which is, is a customer relationship and then, and then managing that relationship over time. So I'm definitely a fan. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give it a go.
0: <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. My, my question for you is this, is that term CRM, it's, it's, I've said it so many times and I've read it so many times that it started to lose meaning for me. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I, I'm, I'm really passionate about evangelizing and really studying, frankly, is this idea that the idea of sales on this side and marketing on this side, it's, it's becoming a thing of the past. You know, now there's just so much more integration, especially now in our environment now where, you know, we all are connected digitally and that so mm-hmm. much of our outreach is not necessarily on our phone. You know, if, People used to answer their business lines at their office a lot. You know, if, if I'm sitting on my desk and if the phone rings, I'll probably answer that phone call when I'm mm-hmm. at my office. Now, when I'm at home on my cell phone and I see a number that I don't recognize, that phone is not getting answered. So I, I have a lot of heart right now that goes out to people that were dialing phone calls, you know, trying to get people to answer because the answer rates on cell phones are a, a fraction of what they are in, on office lines, you know? Yep. Um, and the reason, the reason why I brought this up was because, um, you know, this idea of sales and marketing and some call it marketing clever, right? I don't know. Maybe HubSpot <laughs> came up with that. You know, I'm not a huge fan probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, this idea of those worlds being broken apart where it's not just a CRM. It's more than a CRM. It's an experience thing, or it's not about sales and it's not about marketing. And now it's all just combined into, I don't know, communication. I'd love to get your take on that.
1: It's interesting. Uh, I have two, I look at sales and marketing as two distinct functions and that serve a a purpose. And the thing I'll I'll say about a CRM is because it we're going back to that whole thing is, is it, it also, it can't be the sales prevention department either because as sales professionals,
0: we want I'm sorry. To, say, say that again. That was just too good.
1: We want to make sure it doesn't become the sales prevention department. And the more time I spend on a CRM, the less time I am in front of prospective clients. So you want to make it easy. You want to make it simple and straightforward so that, it's something you can just go in there and update it and, and make it quick and seamless and scalable. So as a sales professional, that's the only, you know, that's really the only feedback I would have is, is it's very useful tool and it can, all the sh- studies showed increases, it can increase sales and someone's efficiency, um, big I don't even know I don't even know how, how, uh, how much, what percentage, but, um, regardless when you look at sales and marketing, I think there are two dif- distinct functions. I look at content creation. And looking at content is really about marketing and adding value. It's like um, you know, it's it's, it's what I when I watch the Gary V video or or listen to some of these other guys who are out there who are really much more of an expert at co- creating content than I am, but I take their advice and you throw stuff out there that's valuable. So when I think about creating content, the first thing I think about is is this going to add value to my target customer, or my target prospect's life, business life, in some way, shape, or form? And that's how I look at marketing. It, it's 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 different. Selling is more of a verb, an action verb, where you're actively in front of somebody, who, um, you know, building that relationship and and bringing them to the point where they need to make a decision. You know, are are you ready to to buy or not? And, um, and so that's how I really look at, I try to keep those two things, but, but the branding and the marketing keeps your name fresh in front of people. And it actually helps because I might send a video or I might send an article or something interesting to a prospect that's on my, it's in my pipeline. Right. So, you know, do we look at that as sales or do we look at that as marketing? I look at it as it's part of the relationship building process that that's how I look at those two being integrated.
0: Nice, man. I love that. Super good, man. Well, Rob, listen, I, I really appreciate your time here, man.
1: Yeah. Love it. This is good
0: stuff. Yeah. How can people connect with you?
1: Well, I, I mean, obviously you can connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, at Rob Jacoman. you know, you can, you can connect with me there. Uh, any, any of the social platforms, Facebook, I'm sure you'll, you'll put some links in the, in the uh, description, uh, um, uh, and, uh, I'd be more than happy to share my experience with people. Um, you know, just, just look me up, shoot me an IM and, uh, and then we can connect and, and, you know, be, build a relationship. And, uh, and if there's any value that I can create for others, you have any questions or anything I can help you with, I'm happy to, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, to help out in any way. And I'm, and you know sort of an evangelist for this. So, um, and not just for dub. Just in general, helping people get better results. That's what I'm after.
0: Nice, man. Rob, you're awesome, bro. I really appreciate you. Thank uh, you. W- one thing that we always like to do just, uh, you know, as part of our process is we always love to ask for a video testimonial, kind of when we wrap some of these for happy customers. You know, mm-hmm. you gave us a great one. Um, I'd love, t- I'd love to-, to have you drop something for me, something kind of on the spot, if I can do that to you.
1: Yeah. Cool, man. So if I was going to say one thing in particular, which is so powerful about the dub platform, it's because I know I've used another platform in the past. When when I started engaging with with the dub platform, it was so seamless and so much more simplified. I can shoot a video on my cell phone, drop it in drop it into the platform. I can shoot a video on my computer. I can record a video on my anywhere and it's seamless and integrated with. And the other thing too, is the, is the, the extension, the Chrome extension and the integration with LinkedIn and uh, the CRM. I mean, you name it. It's, it it makes it so easy to do business with you guys. And again, I would have never, I would never be this much of an advocate for, a company if I didn't believe in what you guys are doing and, and the uh, the great product you have it adds so much value to my business and my life that uh, I'm I'm very grateful. I'm grateful that we had an opportunity to meet and and for you and I to build a relationship as well. So I'm excited to to uh, be a partner with Dobbin in the future and and help you guys out in any way because you've done in a very very short period of time it's been an incredible experience for me.
0: Nice man. Well, you know what? I want to reciprocate, all right? And I want to, I want to give you a little something here. Uh, and, and here it is, man. So, you know, every once in a while, I'll, I'll connect with someone and I'll meet someone that, that truly understands the, the essence of the power of video and what video can really do to connect people. And Rob is one of those people, in fact. Um, Rob actually sent me a video message using Dub through LinkedIn And it was, it was powerful. I mean, I, I shared it with my team, you know, we all watched it. We actually ended up using it. I asked for permission from Rob to use the video actually in some of our, in some of our advertising. So we kind of did some editing, some light editing on it just for kind of brevity. And we put it on one of our YouTube commercials and one of our Facebook commercials, because it was such a powerful message. You know, after all, it's not what we say about our product. It's what other people say about our product. And you know, if you're out there looking for someone that knows the space that's that's an expert, talk to Rob.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, Ruben. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks for the time.
1: Hey, my my pleasure. Thank you.